Hi, and welcome to Queer and A. Queer and A is Freedom Senators podcast for young people who are of diverse sexuality, sexes and or genders and that are under 26. Today, we're talking about Youth Homelessness Matters Day. On any given night in Australia, 105,000 people are homeless and nearly half of these are under the age of 25. Youth Homelessness Matters Day aims to raise public awareness about youth homelessness and celebrate the resilience of young people who are at risk or experiencing homelessness in Australia. Today, we're hoping to talk a bit more about youth homelessness and in particular why young people that are queer are more at risk of homelessness than any other group. Did you know that 10% of the general population identifies as LGBTI? But in the youth homelessness population, LGBTI young people make up between 26 and 34%. This means that at least one of every four homeless young people are LGBTI. What is youth homelessness? Youth homelessness does not just mean sleeping on the streets. It includes primary, secondary and tertiary homelessness. Primary homelessness includes all people without a roof over their head. This means people who are living on the streets, sleeping in parks, squatting, or using cars or trains as temporary shelter. Secondary homelessness includes people who frequently move from one place to another. This includes people living in homelessness services, hostels, people staying in other households that have no home of their own, and couch surfing. Tertiary homelessness refers to people who live in boarding houses on a medium to long-term basis, so more than 13 weeks. And this means that they live in accommodation that does not have self-contained facilities. Why do young people experience homelessness? Family breakdown and domestic and family violence are two of the primary reasons that young people seek support. For young people that are fleeing physical, sexual and emotional abuse, going home is not an option. Other reasons can include poverty, experiencing social inequality, for example, being LGBTI, and youth unemployment. The CREATE Foundation has also found that as many as 40% of young people who are discharged from out-of-home care will experience homelessness within 12 months of exiting. The link between mental illness and the experience of homelessness is also another issue. According to the Mental Health Council of Australia, as many as 75% of people who are homeless meet the criteria for mental illness, and often they first exhibit symptoms prior to the age of 25. Young people that are LGBTI are more likely to experience homelessness because of the widespread ignorance, stigmatisation and discrimination that are experienced by LGBTI people. Young people that are LGBTI also experience higher rates of other problems like alcoholism, illicit drug use, sex work, family problems, school difficulties, conflict with the law, unsafe sexual practices, including high rates of HIV and STIs, and social and economic disadvantage, all of which can lead to homelessness. This is an important issue because not all accommodation and, and shelters accept people that are LGBTI and in particular that are trans. My name's Alex and I'm a trans guy. I'm 21 years old. When I was 17 I first tried to come out to my mum about being trans. It didn't go very well. <laughs> so um, 
being at home became really hard and I didn't feel like I could be there anymore, especially because my mum was seeing someone who was not very down with LGBTI issues. I ended up having to stay on my, one of my friends' couch for a few months and during that time I couldn't find any work because it was like in the middle of a recession. I was studying at the same time so I didn't have a lot of money for a while and it was really hard and I mostly was able to eat because of my friend's generosity. Um, and things ended up picking up when I managed to finish my studies and finally get a job. I didn't end up accessing any services because I wasn't sure where to go. So I'm Blade, I'm 21 and I'm also a trans guy. Um, so I grew up in foster care. Um, I also grew up in a very abusive foster home, so I spent a lot of time running away from home. Um, and within the, the care system, um, I met a lot of young people who were also experiencing similar things. So um, it turns out that I didn't know that there's, I guess, this whole group of young people and it's almost like a club, which sounds bizarre, but um, so I met a lot of young people and I think the, the terms that have been used of like city kids and like central kids and all that kind of thing. Um, so I, I did end up finally moving out of that placement, but it was at a point where it was a little bit too late. Damage had been done, but that's irrelevant. Um, and it, it, I ended up being admitted into hospital um, for mental health issues. Um, and I turned 18 whilst I was in the mental health unit. Uh, and once you turn 18, basically you're, you have no family support as far as foster care goes, basically that's it. So I was left uh, with no family and nowhere to live and all that kind of stuff. So I did find a place um, and it was for people recovering from mental health issues. Um, but I made a decision a year after that, that I really wanted things to change. Um, and where I was staying was, um, had a very big drug culture and there was a lot of drug abuse. So. I, the first thing I decided was that I had to move out of there and I was couch surfing for almost two years um, and during that time I found a, a place through um, supported accommodation and I was only there one day um, uh, when the person I was living with actually had a, a bit of a breakdown and I came home from work and found that she'd been arrested and was actually um, having psychosis so I couldn't go back there it was it was too damaging so during that time, I had to couch surf basically, and, and it was you know every a, a few months, and I think it got to the point where I found that over three months, and people got sick of me because I had this thing of three months was my standard um, placement for you know uh, wearing up my welcome, um, and eventually my sister, who I hadn't seen since I was about five, took me in, um, and during that time, I was furiously looking for a place and. Every place I found that was again three months and you're out and three months and you're out and I eventually found a place. It's been about a year and a half, which is the longest I've ever stayed in a place, um, and I'm happy with it now. But it was certainly scary having to rely on other people, not knowing where your meal is going to come from, not knowing what's going to happen. I mean, a lot of times I came home and found my stuff packed, um, and now things are better. But I certainly won't forget those times. My name is Tori, I'm 17 and I identify as genderqueer. Um, I've been living on my own for about 
three months now because um, when I started basically, you know, dressing differently and, you know, cut off my hair, you know, stopped wearing so much makeup. I stopped um, dancing with my mum because I was in a dance troupe and stuff like that. Um, things at home became very hostile and it was around the time that my dad had passed away. So things um, were very tense at home. And basically every day she would start commenting and getting really mad about my whole change of, you know, persona and how I dressed and things like that. So it got to the stage where we basically both decided that it was better for me to move out of home. And so I've been living in a shed at the back of um, an old family friend's place. And just recently, um, work has cut down my hours so severely that I have to um, start looking for a job and another place to live, or I'm basically gonna um, not be able to pay rent and not be able to live there anymore. Because of a lack of funding and support, homelessness services around Australia are often closing down or starting up, so it's hard to say what will be available from one day to the next. To find out where you can go, which is LGBTI friendly, you should check out the Freedom Centre. You can check us out online at freedom.org.au, email us at info at freedom.org.au, call us at 9228-0354, or you can come down during our drop-in session times at 93 Brisbane Street, Perth. You are not alone and there is help out there.